0: Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward podcast. Verse 3 And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. So a zookeeper, he's a Christian. But he's scatterbrained because they got a new zoo, right? So he's like the preacher today. He's scatterbrained and he's reading his Bible and he set it down to, you know, feed the animals. And he lost his Bible in the zoo. So he's looking all over for his Bible. A week later, he's feeding the penguins. And one of the penguins waddles up to him and it's got, it's his Bible in its beak, And it waddles up to him and just kind of deposits the Bible into his hands. And the zookeeper raises his hands after that, looks at his Bible, looks at the penguin. He said, he said, praise God. That's a miracle. And the penguin shakes his head and said, not really. Your name's written on the inside cover. (laughs) My daughter told a joke. My daughter told the joke. There were like these two sheep and... uh, (laughs) One of them said, hey, good morning. And the other one said, hey, look, a talking sheep. (laughs) You know, you watch Disney and everything, and you're like, oh, animals talk. Well, no, they don't. (laughs) People talk to their cats and dogs. We call them crazy. But, you know, cats and dogs don't talk. But guess what? God does. (laughs) So I'd like to preach this morning on the word of God or God said. God said. And I was praying, and God laid this verse on, on my heart. And you know, we want to find, first of all, the source of the word. Sometimes if you disagree with some, somebody, someone says something, and maybe you've voiced it, and you said, who says? You know, that it might have been something you disagreed with. It might have been someone in your household. But you were challenging that authority maybe as you're a child you grow up and you say you're not my mother or you're not the boss of me but the bible says and god said you know there are many kinds of words in the bi- in the word and the world excuse me but then there are the words in the word of god we find that the source of this word comes
1: from heaven
0: and you say, well, man interpreted the Bible. Man translated the Bible. He did not interpret the Bible. The Bible was written over a thousand years. There were, I think, about 40 authors that didn't know each other. It's an absolutely impossible book. The, uh, the Quran was written by one person. The uh, Book of Mormon by one person. This Bible is not even in the same room as those other books. That someone had said this man couldn't write the word of God if he wanted to. And he wouldn't write it if he could. <laughs> because it makes him look bad. It takes off the shoe shine, right? But the Bible said that all scripture in Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 is given by inspiration of who? The God. Lord. God said, and it said, I like this. You know, thieves are capitalists. Prostitutes are capitalists. They want to make a profit. Government? No, they're not really profitable. But they want to, make a, they want to use your money anyway. So. But the Bible said all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. If you give your life to Jesus Christ, it is profitable. For doctrine, that means teaching. That's what it means. Teaching. You know what the word doctor means if you go to a doctor? The word doctor means teacher. That's what it means. Preacher, but I doctored something up for dinner. Well, God bless your (laughs) patience. Amen. (laughs) For reproof, we don't like that, right? For correction, for instruction in righteousness. The Bible said, let me read one more verse, that the man of God may be perfect. That means mature. That the woman of God may be mature. That you have what you need. It said, throughly furnished unto all good works. Now we just purchased a house that's bigger than our apartments. Oh, uh, sister, you looking for the restroom? It's there. I'm sorry. It's bigger. We're all looking. Amen. That's going to be recorded too. Oh. (laughs) Oh, sorry. It's, praise God. That's right. I didn't say your name, but I will not. No, (laughs) I won't. We just bought a place and we don't have enough furniture to fill it. And that's all right. And there's like the empty nook for the breakfast where you have to duck under the fixture. That's where the table should go and bang your head on it. And there's shelves, I bang my head on a shelf, and it's not really used to the new area. Well, the Bible says that there's going to be no missing furniture in your life. You'll be truly furnished. That means God will populate everything that you need in your life through what? God said. God said, and God means what he says. Uh, was, it, was, it, was it the Horton? I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. An elephant is faithful One hundred percent. Well, penguins and elephants don't talk, but God said the gospel is information, but it's not man's information. Mankind has been trying to figure things out, only making a greater mess every year but god said that there was a solution and god sent his son john the baptist said behold the lamb of god which can away the way, the sin of the world that's god's solution that's what god said the bible said in the beginning was the word god said jesus is identified as the word so well, preacher i want pure theology theology comes from two words Theo Huxtable. No, Theo means God <laughs> or Theo Huxtable, right? If you ever watched the Cosmic Show, <laughs> used to love that show. Theo means God and Logos means word. Theology, Theos Logos means literally the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You want pure theology? Let me give you one word. Jesus Jesus is that theology. The Bible said that Jesus Christ came, that he would bring men and women back to God. You know that I've never called the cops to my house before. I don't think we ever called the fire department. Have we ever called the the emergency? We were uh, soul winning in a place, inviting people to church in an apartment in Orange Park. There was a murder there last night. You know that uh, Arium, reserve at Arium, right off of, uh, it's, say, in Orange Park. And you know what? Uh, when you're a Christian, and God bless the loss of that family, but when you're a Christian, you know what? You want to cut the budget? You can cut the budget on social services and everything when you let God take care of that family. Yes. They, my wife and I disagree like once a day. <laughs> <laughs> we disagree all the time. You ever had a disagreement with your spouse? Raise your hand. Just be honest. Okay, come on. We're not the same. Sister Sangi Fee, I'm going to tell that you didn't raise your hands. I'm going to ask your daughter. Oh, yes. All the time. All the time. <laughs> we, we, we do. We have disagreements. But you know what? We solve them by the grace of God. Yes. And sometimes it's... it's uh, Sometimes, uh, well, all the time, it's usually me. That's wrong. But anyways, end up going to apologize. But you don't have to call the cops. You don't have to call. There's no, there's no windows being broken. There's nothing thrown up. There's no punch holes punched in the wall. I walked over to my neighbor's apartment years ago, and, like, it, there were holes all over the wall. I mean, not, like, from hanging a picture, like from putting someone's head through the wall, okay? <laughs> Unless it was, like, an elephant trying to hang a picture, And talking to the penguin about, no, just kidding. (laughs) But you know that when God comes into your life, God brings with him the fruit of the Spirit. God brings with him peace. God brings with him joy. God brings with him kindness. God brings with him gentleness. Why? God said, see, when the Bible says what God said, the source comes from heaven. And when God, when the preacher preaches, he's not preaching his word. He's preaching God's word. And a lot of people, they like to hate police officers. i bring this up again because I know that there's a big divide against police officers. People don't hate police officers. And yes, there are police officers that are corrupt and there are pastors that are corrupt. But a great majority of police are hardworking, honest, sacrificial men and women that sacrifice their life. And whatever you need, they'll come and help you. Okay? But people don't hate cops. You know what they hate? Rules. There was a lady, I read about it, she was in Dubai. And uh, of course it was a, an article written slanted on her side and she was put in prison because they went to, to, uh, to uh, she had to get surged or something You know, happens in foreign countries. And she was on her way to Turkey or something, they had to stop by in Dubai, and uh, which is a very modern city that's Muslim and it has a lot of rules. And so she was asked to take off her, her fat belt it was a, tra- a waist trainer. You know what that is? A fat belt. So she had this bit. I'm sorry, it was. It's a girdle, okay? She had <laughs> to take off her girdle and get inspected. And uh, she said it was hard for her to put it back on or whatever, so she was going to call her friend. And she pushed past one of the uh, officers at the airport. You know what happened? She went to jail for assault on an officer. And she was, you know, it was all slanted and these people don't understand. No, what you don't understand, girls, you didn't have your mom or dad tell you no. And you went across the world and tried to cause a ruckus. Well, she's been in jail. Her lease on her apartment expired. Guess what? If she had found the authority of God's word, she wouldn't have had that problem, right? I'm thankful that God gives us rules. But you know, when the preacher preaches and you don't like it, maybe it's because God said it. The preacher preached it. And you cannot like the preacher, but God understands that his word comes from heaven. And we have to respect God's said. God said And you know what? I don't like it sometimes when God says it. You know what I do? I go pout for a little while, and then I get better, go apologize to my wife. (laughs) Sometimes I say things, but I don't say it in the right attitude, right? Mm -hmm. I don't deny the truth of it, but I deny. Have you ever heard someone say, it's not what you said?
1: said.
0: Um, (laughs) Everyone who's married, right? That's marriage counseling. Right there for the man. That's marriage counseling class right there. <laughs> just put a check for $59.95 to my That's marriage counseling. Did I say that right? No. I'm just the content, so the source of the word is from heaven. God said. And he and my, my, my daughter's uh, teacher said that some that Christians believe that the world is six thousand years old. But basically, you Christians are idiots. He didn't say that, he's a teacher. But you know that we all know that the earth is older than that. Um, the Bible, I told my daughter, the Bible doesn't say that the, the world is 6,000 years old. I says, some Baptists believe that. Others believe that. What does the Bible say? I told my daughter, when was the world made? Well, man theorizes billions and blah, blah, blah. They, they don't know. I'll tell you when the world was made. Go to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. In the Beginning. So that's 6,000 years ago. When God said, let there be light, that wasn't when the world was made. Let me tell you what happened between Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. Satan rebelled against God and God had a universal flood. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, and the earth was void and without form. Now when God makes things... They're good. Something had happened right there. Let me tell you, Satan reared up and God chucked him down. But the Bible does not say if people would intellectually look at the word of God, the Bible says what it meant and meant what it says. And you know what? I'm thankful that Jesus is faithful 100%. God knows his word. If it was a scientific, if it didn't make any scientific sense, they would have thrown the Bible out a long time ago. But it does. People just don't
1: read it. That's
0: right. You know, cause the the content of the word. That's why if you say something about the Bible in a school, like shh, 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 say that that's the Bible. And you know that people they'll they'll quietly want. Okay, Christmas. You can't say it. Everyone's like Happy Holidays. Because if you say Merry Christmas, I'm not a Christmas Nazi. If you don't want to say Merry Christmas. Don't say it. But that's what the holiday is. We're not celebrating Merry Holiday. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. That's what the day is. It's like having a birthday party and say, oh, don't say happy birthday, Johnny. But it's Johnny's birthday. Just say celebration day. Gender unspecific. No, it's Johnny's birthday. Brethren, it's Jesus' birthday. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday, Jesus. And you know that when they don't want that because they don't want the word of God as an authority in their life. Brethren, let me tell you, that's what needs to happen. We need the authority of God in our life because God has something to say. You know what he said? He said, let there be light. I like that. He didn't say shine. He said, let there be. I like that. I was helping my daughter get something wrong for her schoolwork. It's something when you're a parent, you're like, this is what you do. And she clicks it, and it's incorrect. Like, oh, (laughs) great. And then you feel like an idiot. Then first thing you want to like, no, they're wrong. That, that, That internet thing's wrong. People don't even know. So she's learning about adverbs and adjectives, right? And then adverb. So there was a word, pearly. P-E-A-R-L-Y. And it was bold, which means it was in black, you know, that you could that was the word. And then underneath was the word after it was where the shine. And it was underlined. So if that was a noun, pearly would have been an adjective, because an adjective describes a subject or a noun. Person, place, or thing. If it was a verb, then pearly and a lot of adverbs have L-Y on it. Hooked me. Then it was an adverb. So is pearly an adverb or an adjective? And that was the question. And I said, it's an adjective. Shine is a verb. She clicked it, and it was wrong. <laughs> it was an adjective. Yeah, is that right? You
1: used to it
0: backwards. I did? What you did I say? It,
1: you said it was an adverb. You just said it, said it was an
0: adverb. It wasn't. Right. It was an adjective.
1: Right.
0: I said it was an adverb, right? Yes. I was incorrect. <laughs> I said ever, uh, right? And it was adjective. Right. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. And then I'm like, um, actually it is. Right. And the Bible says, uh, you know, that a shine, if someone's got a nice shine on their shoes, that's actually an intangible thing that you have. But I thought about it, man, isn't that right? That you uh, Look, don't call me a tutor on fourth grade <laughs> grammar, obviously, right? Or math. <laughs> Okay, but the Bible, I know, (laughs) but the Bible says that Jesus said, let your light so shine. Now that's a verb shine, but that light, he said, the thing that I'm going to give you, that is an identity. You know, if you really want to change your life, you know, preacher, there's a difference uh, between someone who is a smoker and someone who smokes. One's an activity. One's an identity. People ask me about drinking sodas. And uh, I don't drink sodas, one thing. That's an activity. I'm not a soda drinker. Is an identity. When Jesus changes our lives, he changes our identity. I remember when I got saved and I went back to my uh, barracks room and I was just like, a, I was like, I feel like I just got saved again with all the things that are new, new church. Like Reverend Patterson said 20 years ago, we were like, one day there's going to be a church and we got one. I'm like, what's going on? I have to find out, you know, like where the restroom is. I found out where the restroom is. But you know that I'm thankful that when God changes you, everything changes. Everything changes in our life. Our vocabulary began to change. I remember saying the word donkey after I got saved. That's not a bad word. It is if you say the three-letter word for the donkey, right? Because Marines, we used to talk like that. Every other word. Well, I cleaned up some of the words, but the donkey was still in there. And uh, I remember saying it. And I said, get your donkey moving. I said, preacher, you said it in your, you said it in your mind. I know, but that's what I said. But I had already gotten saved. I said, move your donkey. <laughs> well, actually, it says it in the, in the Bible. I'm just not going to use it to be uh, confusing, right? And God smote my heart and nobody else, none of the other Marines even noticed. That's like a light word in the Marines. We use a lot of other words in the Marines, okay? Brother, Brother Hernandez, you know, right? And they will, it's like every other word, it's like you shake salt and it's called salty language and the Marines shake all the salt. The Navy, sorry, we got you. I mean, the Marines got you. The Navy tries to catch up. Marines have on salty language. But God, there was no preacher there. There were no Christians there. You know, God touched my heart. And he made me feel like this. Uh, why? Because, you see, God changed me. And I was a new creature. And I did it one more time. And then I did it when I got frustrated. I said every word that I knew. And I knew a lot of them. <laughs> I was in the Marines. I was, and then I asked God. I said, God, take it out of my heart. And I haven't cursed since oh 1994, 95, whenever I prayed. Why? Because I'm a new creature. Those old things are passed away, I don't want them anymore. We recently bought a house and I had to get a new driver's license. And uh, the picture's the same. You know what was different? The address. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. He said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. You know, when you get saved, you get a new address. Not physically. But spiritually, a new address. And everything about you is different. The Bible says in Philippians, for our conversation is in heaven. The word conversation is a a word where we get citizenship. Our citizenship is in heaven. When God saves you, you know what? I might still be down here, but I'm going to act like I'm from up there. Because I am a different creation. And the Bible said he made us to do what? Sit. In heavenly places. God changed where we are from. And you say, well, preacher, you're not from here. No, I'm a Christian. People can accuse you of all kinds of different things, but I want to be accused of being a follower of God. And it's like, What are you, one of those crazy Christians? Yes, because God's changed everything about me. And God has made me a new creature. He said, Let there be light. Amen. I uh, was at Jonas that was, came in the other day and he's, uh, he said, I'm looking for my seat because we had a new church and it's like a new layout and he's looking for his seat. You know, when we get when we get saved, right, we're looking for a new seat. I'm going to look for an, and it's an awkward stage. Like, what do I do when my friends say this? Or what do I do when my friends, because I'm looking for a new seat. Let me tell you, you need to find your new seat in Jesus Christ. And I'll do what Latasha did and just come forward a few rows. God, I believe that God, you give me some God esteem, not self-esteem or self-confidence, but we lean on Jesus Christ because God said, let there be light. You know, that's so I'm trying to serve God. I'm not trying to serve God. I'm a new creature in Jesus Christ. I'm not trying to quit this. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new, and all things are of God. Let there be light. When you turn on that switch at home, it doesn't, it either comes on or it doesn't, right? But when you turn that switch on, brethren, I'm on. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may glorify the Father which is in heaven. When they see what? Your new life, your good works, the things that you do. Let there be light. And the last thing is the result of what God said. You know, when God speaks, things happen. When God speaks. When God says something, things happen. And words have power when you give someone authority to use them. Now, if you've ever been in a court and you've heard... Guilty, <laughs> or you've heard, not guilty. That's just the word, and it doesn't matter whether a man or a words, uh, woman says it, right? Whether they're the, they're the judge. But the authority behind that word, either you go away for five to ten years, or you walk out and get, jump in a cab and go eat some barbecue. It depends on what the word is. When you say the word, I do. What does that do? Well, a man without a woman is incomplete without a wife. And after a man gets a wife, then he's finished. <laughs> but, you know, they say separation of church and state, but the Bible says, or, or, or excuse me, the marriage vows, I'm actually an agent of the state. Did you know that? Ain't no separation of church and state. It's the union of church and state. And that was just a letter Thomas Jefferson wrote but, uh, to the Baptist, actually. But that's another that's another. Bible study right there, or another study of government. By the power vested in me by the church of Jesus Christ and by the state of Florida. I am empowered by the state to conduct a marriage. I pronounce them man and wife. Do you know that they actually give me legal documents and I am the agent that sends them To the state to be recorded and written down, it is a legal thing. You know, when God says something, there is authority behind it. The world may not like it. Some of us may not like it. But you know what? We which are saved and believed know that there's authority in God to change my life. And the Bible said the result. I like when Jesus, what kind of results can Jesus give in your life? God didn't die like what someone said. Sister Keckle said this. God didn't die to make bad men into good men. God died on the cross, and he shed his blood to make dead
1: men living men. Yes.
0: When Jesus called, he said, Lazarus, he lifted up his voice. Not so that he had to, you know, sometimes people are loud, and you think that their voices are something because they're loud. I was going to talk about Taylor Swift. You know, people are talking about, it's news, right? It's international news. Who's dating who? Who cares? Right. I mean, I wish you well, but who cares? Who cares? And when these, when these uh, you know, the, the pop stars, or especially movie stars, they speak out on politics. Who cares? You're an actor. How do I not know you're acting now? But <laughs> <Right. laughs> I'm a football star, you throw a piece of leather. It's a game. My daughter has a whole cupboard full of games. I don't care what you say about politics or religion. Throw the ball. Get more points than the other team. But who cares? But you see... When Jesus speaks. And sometimes, you know, sometimes when you speak, the Bible said, he that speaketh first in a matter seemeth to be right. You just speak first and accuse your wife of something, but really you're wrong. But you speak first, so you seem to be right because you said it first. Until the Bible says the neighbor comes and searches you out and finds out the matter.
1: Not exactly that way, right?
0: But when God spoke and he said, Lazarus, come forth. I like this. He that was dead, he that was a sinner, she that was a prostitute, he that was a curser, was no longer that way. He was not dead. He came forth, and then he was wrapped up, and so he was hopping out like this. He was in a. It was Halloween, right? <laughs> you know why they? You know why they're gonna? I don't know if you know that that there's gonna be less like services, like trash and everything during Halloween night. Did you know that in Clay County? Because they're all skeleton crews. I told my mom I wouldn't tell that joke, but. But you know that the Bible said there was light. Lazarus came forth. When God said it, it just was. And you know, a lot of us, my wife comes to the piano, maybe you're looking for joy or you're looking for peace and you know what? I know I've been there. I've got, say, well, preacher bills. I know I've got all kinds of bills. If you want to share, I'll let you have some. But, but you know what? Those things don't come. The peace of God doesn't come from paying your bills or having a new car or having a new house or look, at having a new wife. It doesn't, It's not where your peace comes from. I like my seasoned wife. I didn't want to say old wife, but I, I like it. It's better.
1: Yes.
0: My wife and I, I love, I love my wife more now. We're happier now. Uh, our love life is better now. Why? Because we've committed to one another. It's
1: better.
0: It's awesome. And though you so can't talk about sex over the pulpit. Just did. <laughs> like it. But you know what? Everyone else is talking about it, but they're trying to fix it. I'm saying the way to fix it is God's way. Commit to that person and learn what they like. Don't go pay for it. It's free. Well, just pay for your marriage license, okay? Don't go pay for it. Get married. I said, preacher, that's, that's not even on there, okay? But the Bible said, let there be light, and there was light. Amen. You know what? If you got God and there was joy and there was peace, joy unspeakable, full of glory, the peace that passes all understanding, they're just there. You don't have to go search for them. In fact, when you serve God, they find you. Amen. Amen. I was kind of having a hard time sleeping yesterday and everything. And I came to the house of God. I'm like, man, people are missing something if they're not in the house of God. Because the presence of God was running over. me. like, that's what I need. Preacher, I need my bill paid. No, you need peace that's going to keep you before the bill is paid. You need joy that's going to carry you through before that relationship gets fixed. That's all wrapped up in Jesus. You know, so uh, yesterday I was praying here and... Uh, um. That sign outside, okay, it's supposed to be powered, right? Well, I called, and we got this building recently, and I called one of the guys that used to work here, and he said, I don't remember that sign ever working. And then Brother Papazito checked to see, oh, there he is. He checked to see if there was power, no power to the sign. So it wasn't the bulbs, it wasn't the ballast, there was just no power coming to the sign. And so I talked to a guy who works across the street at the auto body shop. He said, I've been working here like 13 or 14 years. I have never seen that sign on. So a preacher is just not going to work, right? We don't don't live in that realm. We just kind of tinker and, you know, what we believe God. I'm not an electrician. I'm definitely not a plumber. I do know how to break pipes. So, uh, well, that's another. (laughs) It's a big one out there. But anyway, so. Um, I remember praying, and this is where God laid this on my heart. And so I had a gentleman that Brother Juniors knows to work on it, and uh, there was still a problem, problem this, problem that, problem this. And and then he came back, and we ordered, he already had bulbs, we bought a ballast. And uh, I remember praying, I said, and the scripture came to to my mind, before it was working, let there be light. And I'm like, God, how can I preach this message on Sunday? Because the light's not working. (laughs) But you know, God, you speak by faith, right? right? He said, let there be light before or after there was light. When did he say it? Before. You know, when you speak the word by faith, it's before the change. When you get saved, it's before the change. You speak the words, and then he got it working. And the sign works now. And we can turn it on and off. And uh, so I had it on the other night. I think I said, let there be light. But you know that uh, even though men said it hasn't worked or it hasn't worked, you know, people might be saying that, yeah, but this person, they've been going through this for this many years. I've never seen light in their life. You know what's missing? Let there be light. And we thank God for Reginald. He worked really hard on that. He's a capable man, as a capable electrician. But more so than that, with heads bowed and eyes closed, there is a God that said... Let there be light. Where's the sign? You are. That your light would shine. That your light would shine when you don't say donkey anymore. When you marry that man or that woman. When your life begins to change and conform itself unto the image of God. When your music blasting from your car or your room or your barracks changes. And they're like what is that it's a new radio station that's playing in my soul and it wants to glorify God why did you say praise God all the time because I've got a new person to glorify in my life there's a new authority or a new sheriff in town and his name is Jesus And he's keeping all of my enemies at bay. He's keeping my bitterness at bay. He's keeping my worry at bay. He's keeping my hatred at bay. Because Jesus has come and spoken peace unto my soul. And the word of God. He's what you need today. But you've got to say it before it happens. And God saw the light. And he said, it's good. You know what? People will look at your life. And they'll say, man, God did something there. And they should. There should be that much of a change in your life. God said. Let's find a place to pray. Father, I've spoken your word. Today, will you speak God's word? Reverend Patterson said so many years there wasn't a church. And then here we are. And there's probably a lot of people that, oh, it's never going to happen. It's a preacher, but I'm in so much debt, it's never going to happen. Will you speak it? God, get me out of debt. Will you speak the word? God, heal my body. Will you speak the word? God, change my thoughts. Give me a desire for right things. Will you pray? That's what prayer is. Prayer is a miracle. Not because of your words. Because of the authority in God to back up and answer that prayer. That's where prayers are a miracle. Because the Bible said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It's going to profit the thing that he sends it to. God's word will profit your life. Father, I've preached. Lord, let men and women make that change. Let them speak those words that will change their life. Let them come out of your mouth. The Bible said... Thou shalt confess with thy mouth The Lord Jesus And believe in thine heart That God hath raised him from the dead Thou shalt be saved God wants to hear it from your mouth For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness And with the mouth With the mouth Confession is made Unto salvation Unto a change A change for you Lord, God. Speak into our hearts. Lord, that men and women would speak. Speak. Don't let the devil lie to you. Speak. Speak the name of Jesus. Don't let the devil take your child. Speak. Say, Jesus, sick him. Don't let the devil destroy your finances. Speak. And let him rebuke the devourer. Don't let the devil destroy your body. Speak. Speak the name of Jesus. Speak the name of Jesus into the situation. And God said, let there be light. And there was a change. There was light. Father, today, let there be light. Let there be a change in our lives. Let there be a change in this situation. God, let there be light. Let us speak the word of God, the most powerful thing in the universe. You are the word of God, Jesus. If you don't know what to pray today, pray the name of Jesus over that situation. If you don't know what to say, use one word and just say his name Jesus. Jesus.
1: Thank
0: you, Jesus.
1: Me out. From the ground, darkness,
0: into light. God, you bring men and women out today. Nothing stronger, God. God, speak to hearts, Lord. Through the blood. God, I plead the blood of Jesus. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over hearts and over lives. Blood applied to the lives of men and women. Thank you, Jesus, for you washing us white, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for you saved my life.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: That's what God does, Does he brings us from darkness and makes us the light of life. God makes a change in us. You might not see it, but someone else will. They'll tell you what happened to you. It might not be in the form of a compliment. Why are you always reading your Bible? Why don't you do this anymore? And you can just say, man, God did something in my life and I'm still figuring it out. Why don't you let him do something in your life too? And we'll spend the rest of eternity trying to just shake our head and say, man, God's amazing. God is amazing to us. Uh, Sean, my friend, would you ask the Lord's blessing and dismiss us? I'm not validating your, your jersey. But, but would you ask him? But he's a good man, he's a good player. Peyton. Okay, God bless you, brother.